I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to Doing the Think Tank, the show where we come up with five five sketch ideas. ideas. Yes, I am Andy. And I am Alistair George William Trombley Virtual Matthews. Mm. Mm. Let's and, see. Um, Alistair. Yeah, crude oil gravy. Think about that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do love the idea of crude gravy. I mean, it feels like gravy is the sort of the crude oil of the sure of the, the, the culinary cooking world. the culinary world Do you think yeah. you could refine gravy into different levels I don't know a lot about crude oil yeah but I imagine it has the the texture and the consistency of gravy well, we could fuck it up oh, I think I think that this is like a it's an attack from environmentalists you know those people that people think are really annoying, um, but then you know because they're like, "Hey, let's not destroy the world for oh, money." It's um, obviously not going well. But it's um, but it's an attack from them hmm. on oil reserves where they yeah they go and they put flour in the oil. Oh yeah, great! And they whisk it in <laughs> a little bit of red wine, a little bit of red wine, and some rosemary. So, well, okay, a bit people, of tomato sauce for sweetness in that extra tang. Well, I don't know. I've never done that, but mm. I mean, I, that, I'm just describing the song "How to Make Gravy" oh. by Paul Kelly. All right. Well, I've never listened to that song. <laughs> <laughs> you say that with a little bit of like indignation no, that mean, anyone would even think that you would listen around, to that song. It's been around a lot. And I think I swear I've probably opened up Spotify with the intention of trying to listen to it. And I've just never mm-hmm. got around to it. I don't know. Yeah. I just don't think any any guy with music who's singing a song I I think could help me in any way. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I no, don't I think completely some get it. guy has the answers. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't know that many people are going to how to make gravy saying this is where the answers are at. No. But you know, there is some um beautiful stuff about that song. Sure, maybe. Yeah. But you're right. Like if you've got if you've had time to learn an instrument, chances are you haven't been contemplating the deep questions of existence as deeply as somebody who has no musical ability whatsoever, right? Yeah. Like you're that's a distraction. I'm going to get my philosophy, my philosoph- <laughs> oh, philosophical philosophy. ponderings. Yeah, no, but- philosophical ponderings from somebody who hasn't wasted 10,000 hours because we know that's how long it takes to master a musical instrument. That's right. And we do, and we are, we are complimenting the the, na- the name of the the, act, the singer of that song, um, Paul. Paul, yeah. 
Um, okay, now was there a sketch idea in this? Oh, wait, wait. Is a crude gravy, is that an idea? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting to um, to imagine a... Uh, <laughs> Alistair, here I go again, yeah. right? We've got steampunk. We've got our copper punk idea. Gravy We've got punk. penis punk, the one that we came up with, where everything is powered by penis technology. Was that you had to pull on the Gravy punk, Gravy right? Punk. Instead of having the... Um, uh, the... <laughs> The, the the fossil fuels powered um, growth that we've had over the last hundred years. Yeah. Instead, it's all it's all built on gravy, and you know we're refining gravy to get um, high octane gravy and you know what stuff to use in our aircraft. You know what's really interesting about gravy? Performance vehicles. Do you think yes, bread? Go on. Do you think bread? It's like water gravy. Uh, hang on. You know what I mean. <laughs> Bread, bread, bread is water gravy. Bread is water gravy. Alistair, I'm going to need some time with this one. Because, well, like, you know, you know, I'm a big like water versus oil kind of guy. Yeah, right. I consider that, you know, of the natural world. I think that that's the, you know, the uh, the Capulets and the uh, and the whatever the other ones are. <laughs> Amulets, the Anthropocene, uh, <laughs> yeah, Romulans, Romulans, yeah, whatever. Hmm. Um, and so. Oil, you know, you mm. you mix that with gravy and heat it a bit. And I'm sorry, oil. You mix that with flour, mm. and you heat it a little bit. You get gravy. Yes, right. Water. You mix yeah. that with flour, and you heat it a little bit. You get bread. <laughs> you know. Yep. So okay. So bread is water gravy. <laughs> Is a water-based gravy. Yeah, it makes mathematically that's that makes perfect sense. Just cause, can't argue with that on any level. Like just because a gravy mm. um, is solid, that doesn't mean that it's not gravy. I mean, if you leave gravy overnight on the stove, that will go solid as well. Yeah, that's, you're probably right. It's just an oil bread. That's what gravy mm. is. It's an oil bread. I mean, they're probably. I, I think there probably are oil that a, breads. That was a really Luke McGregor, Luke McGregor R. Just then, that you did. <laughs> there, there probably already are. Are oil breads right? Like, is papadum is a papadum an oil bread? Uh, you know, or uh, you know, some. I feel like you know, maybe a roti that might be an oil bread. I don't know. I think there's probably already a bit of oil in all bread. Yeah, and there's. But there's probably water in those ones as well. You reckon yeah, lot, they're water? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've made a roti, some kind of roti or some kind of naan type thing that was just basically flour and and yogurt. That really excites me. Yeah. I love that. I love hearing that. It was very interesting. <laughs> but then you could somehow, even after it's cooked and it looks like bread, you yeah. eat it and there's like an aftertaste where you're like, I am eating yogurt. <laughs> It's still, it's kind of, it just tastes like bread. It was yogurt the entire time. It was the eat, you're eating it and it tastes like bread, but then it's after you're like, wait, no, that Mm. was yogurt. I just had yogurt. Mm. This is a great, this is a great new game show called You Just Ate Yogurt, right? (laughs) 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 You know, after the success of Is It Cake, right? It's a bunch of foods, right? 
There's maybe six or seven of them. One of them's got yogurt in it. And you got to eat them all. You try and guess which one you think has yogurt in it. Wait, what are the th- options of the things? Like, what are the things? Is it just like... Different foods. Like, like- some of them have been cooked with yogurt. Some of them haven't. <laughs> what about this? The more I describe just, it, the like, less funny what, it seems. Okay, what about this? Okay, there's... <laughs> It's, it, there's three there's three contestants behind a podium, right? There's a host yeah. just like right. a cake. Okay, they lift the big curtain. There's three separate motorbikes there, <laughs> right? Okay. Okay. Now one of the motorbikes is yogurt. Has had yogurt <laughs> rubbed all over it, <laughs> right? But it's not yeah. so thick that it's like noticeable. But you oh wow! Can. So that's I mean then that means it's very thin. Well, but then um, one there's three contestants, okay, and then they they over different rounds they take different turns at this. But one gets to go have a one can have a look at them, can look at it, mm. one can smell it, and one can lick it. I feel like lick is your lifeline, right? Yeah. Um, there might be multiple rounds, but I think if you're having to lick the thing to find out if it's yogurt, that means you're on the ropes, okay? And you only get to use one lick per episode. Yeah, I think there's three rounds. You yeah. get one lick, one look, and one smell, one sniff. <laughs> <laughs> it's the lick, look, and sniff. <laughs> and then if they lick it, right? And because that's mm. it's, it's always the licker that goes last. Yeah. Looker goes of first. Sniffer goes second. Laker goes yeah. last, right? <laughs> uh, and then, and then they they lick it and they give it to, to and and they're basing which one they're gonna lick. They they only get to lick mm. one too, so they're using the info from the other two yeah, to judge which wow. one they're gonna lick. That's amazing. And you know what? I've never seen somebody licking a motorbike on television. One round this will be could be what we need. One round will be fridges. One <laughs> round will be skateboards. You know, one round could be shoes. Right? Imagine that. They're all white shoes. <laughs> and you're suddenly, you're like, you got a keen eye. You're, trying to, you're looking for, you know, like a, a chunk of strawberry or something like that. Yeah. Oh, you got a real keen eye. <laughs> Um, You've got to watch Eric on this round. He's got a real keen eye. So you know, he'll be peeking around to see if he can spot any telltale chunks of strawberry. So then, and then if you lick it and you're like, I think this is the motorbike. I think this is the motorbike that had yogurt smeared on it. And then they say, Yeah. You just you just ate yogurt. <laughs> Carl? Write it down. Carl? You just ate yogurt. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, I knew you'd have a, a better spin on this than me, Alistair. Well, I don't know. I know. I yeah. I mean, I don't know no, if it's bad. Don't need, don't. There's no need for any kind of modesty I'm, here, I'm Alistair. All, I, I, it's idiot. a funnier idea. I'm only trying. There, you, you've got people looking, licking, and sniffing I, motorbikes. I want you to know that's I funny. I wasn't driven by funniness. I was driven by mm. making it different enough from is it cake so mm. that we could uh actually pitch this to netflix who's looking for something new and we know they're hungry yeah. for something right and i think you. i mean i do love the idea of um somebody there's a genuine emergency right they're trying to um <laughs> 
I don't know, get their wife to the hospital to give birth, or maybe they're trying to escape from a from a collapsing bridge. Right? I love the idea of people jumping into a car, grabbing the steering wheel, and discovering that the steering wheel is in fact yogurt. They they pull on it. There's an maybe there's an outer shell of um, some sort of you know solid crust sure. like you would have on a creme brulee, but that cracks and crumbles away, and the <laughs> the steering wheel turns to yogurt in their hands. I think that would be just a wonderful thing to watch. <laughs> And then, and then I guess we come out with a car with a regular steering wheel, and then go, "Oh, well, you can take your wife now. That's okay. We were just having a bit of fun." This is a car with a regular steering wheel. This <laughs> is a car with a regular steering. Then they get in. Guess what? Another yogurt one. <laughs> <laughs> and we were just joking that time as well. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Yeah, that second yogurt steering wheel car, you've got to wear that one. That's your responsibility. <laughs> you should have instead robbed a driving a passenger a car driving by. Mm. If you were really in a hurry. Um God, I, the only thing that's hard yeah, is I just mean, like being able to catch people in those really like desperate moments like that, you know? It is to difficult. Have a camera crew there and have difficult. everybody available <laughs> at all times. Well, I mean, the collapsing bridge is okay. That's something that you can you can engineer. That's true. You know, quite literally. It feels like it's the opposite of engineering, isn't it? Mm, collapsing reverse a bridge. engineering. <laughs> oh, sure. It's a dark. It's a dark. <laughs> Macabre. Art. Reverse. Or cruel and an. Arcane practices in which man was not meant to dabble. Reverse engineering. Um, you wouldn't let a contrabassoonist <laughs> play the bassoon, would you? <laughs> it was a joke that was entirely for us. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's just like, it's short enough that it doesn't matter. You can keep that matter. one in and it's, for you. And but also, Alistair, it earns its place by having the word contrabassoonist yeah. in it, right? It doesn't yeah. matter at that point. If you put the word contrabassoonist in something, yeah. it can stick around. Yeah, that's right. You're right. <laughs> I was thinking today my, my child was using the word, uh, not, wait, was it abominable or was it, what's the, uh, no, abomination. Wow. That's a no, but yes, but he's an abomination. <laughs> oh, that's a funny word, abomination. It's got the word nation in it, and yeah. it almost feels like like abomination. It's like, it's like it almost feels like you're saying bombastic. Mm, um, sure, bombastic. I don't know. Feels I don't know. There's so much fun in abomination. Mm, terrific. I mean, do you know? Was was it was was your child engaging in some sort of re- religious hate speech? No, no, no. Oh, that's good. Yeah, no. It was it was more about um, some kind of creature that we were going to have to battle in our playing game. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Great. You know, more like a more like a like you know an abominable snowman is an abomination. Sure. Sure. Of course. Um, 
Are there any other abominable uh, creatures? Let's see. Abominable uh, Bigfoot. Abominable. Mm. I'm just trying to see how any of them go. Yeah. Um, abominable postman. <laughs> so far, they're, they're all postman very abominable, abominable postman. Uh, that that works for me. Uh, the abominable. Well, how about this? Abominable showman. Oh, yeah. The abominable sh- showman does feel good, doesn't it? Um, who who is this guy? I mean, let's say let's say you you see this guy off Broadway, you're, or you're in, you're at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival and you see this show called The Abominable Showman. I think it's I think it's a great title for something. I think I it could be your next well, comedy festival show. show what is this show? Well, I mean, some would say that the Abominable Showman is a, a creature that exists in the mountains, right? And that hikers have come back having witnessed him do the performance of a lifetime. Okay. But when you, when, when they send, you know, nobody's ever been able to capture a photograph of it wait, because it, he has a policy of no mobile phones. Is it in just, his shows. Wait, it's just a guy who's always doing shows in the woods for people. <laughs> I think he's a kind of a beast. I think he's a, I think he's a hideous snow beast. Okay. Right. But, he's, but who but he's has, but he, yeah, I think I think in a way, yeah. But I think he's disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, right? like and he lives out there, yeah. and he's horrific. But he can he can put on a show. But he can dance. And he lives for he it. He can sing. Mm. He can act. He can he he can deliver a joke. Mm. You know, and um, and I think you know telling the telling a couple of hikers who are like dressed up looking real nice they did they look ridiculous when he's like wearing furs and he's covered in soot and stuff <laughs> so that's funny yeah. <laughs> oh, real nice looking hikers you know a couple of richies richie riches you know they got that they got they're in head to toe tinsulate isn't it crazy that back in the day when people would say oh i'm, I'm going to change for dinner you know and they would put on their dinner dinner outfits it would be a fancier set of clothes feels like if you're getting you yeah. know if i was going to change to eat dinner it would only be into something worse <laughs> so that i could <laughs> i could make more of a mess yeah and and the way that i imagine you dress at home like there's not that far to go <laughs> <laughs> there's not much room there's not much room there's to go not many lower lower rungs on that ladder yeah because aren't you wearing like like sort of like paint stained overalls a lot of the time or like coveralls is that what you wear like i like, feel like you dress like a mechanic at your house um you know what what i do is i wear my best clothes all the time and so they very quickly become my worst clothes i have a strategy basically <laughs> It, it it everything everything reaches the same low point. Yeah, it's a kind of entropy. Okay, That's and uh, so, so it, it, while I am dressing up in my best clothes, they're also my worst clothes. Do you ever do like handiwork in the nude? Mm, it's, it's it's a good idea. Yeah, sure. I mean, if you it feels like it'd be good for painting a house, right? Like. Paint a house naked, you get drips on yourself, sure. But then, what's the worst that's going to happen? You get the it dries on you, and then you have that that one of life's great joys, which is of peeling paint off your skin. Yeah, 
Well, is there a way? I, of, think that's a, I think that's good. Is there a way of getting that into like a, you know, like that thing into a, uh, you know, a sketch or like a, a sketch or like a murder sure. mystery thing? You know, like thought maybe oh, a strange unit unit. Yeah, you know, like uh, what in like somebody somebody's like love of pulling the the paint off of their. I mean, it feels too fingerprinty obvious, you know, right? Love of. Mm. I mean, we already have the key phrase paint stripper, right? Yeah. Which can refer to both a um, a highly corrosive yeah. Uh, liquid yeah. that you could use to dissolve paint, sure. but then also suggests maybe a, uh, a, a, a person who takes off their clothes in order to paint yeah. or as they paint or possibly someone who comes onto stage covered with their paint. body covered in paint and then the perverts in the audience have water pistols full of acetone <laughs> that they squirt at the person oh, on stage. It's getting into my pee hole. It's getting into my pee hole. Oh, oh my pee hole is burning. Quick, put another chemical on there. Spray more paint onto it. Oh, people have soothing. There's people with um, tubes of betadine ointment. No, not betadine. What's the other one? Also starts with a B. Maybe it is betadine that they can squirt as well, or Savlon. And then, in case there's an injury, there's some that has have squirt guns full of Robitussin, so that you can have painkillers that would kick in one or two hours later. Um, I love that. Bit of Robitussin. That's a great idea. Yeah. Mm. I only know really about Robitussin from that Chris Rock bit. Robitussin. <laughs> when he was, should. We, yeah, we never went to the doctors. We always just had Robitussin. Ah, you got, ah, scrape my knee. Robitussin. Ah, I hit my head. Robitussin. And like, Dad, I broke my bone and the bone sticking out. Get some more ass. <laughs> a rope on. Get some tussin in there. Straighten the bone <laughs> right out. That kind of thing. Yeah, that's great. Something like that. It's good gear. Um, I it, it, while you were talking, it made me think of having painkillers as the third spice on the table. Oh, so while you yeah. have the grinder of salt and pepper, you also have a grinder there that contains paracetamol yeah, that you can good. grind over the top of your food. Oh, that's a good idea. Uh, I can't imagine the flavour of pure paracetamol is that good. Well, all of those pills have like that weird, horrible c- chemical flavour. But I mean, mm. but I haven't seen that seasoned properly. You know, right, I haven't seen of course, it matched used with in the, the right, right flavors, way. you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we shouldn't be trying to hide that flavor. We should be working with it. Um, uh, yeah, exactly. I would like to see it like, you know, what, like, okay, sure, it doesn't taste good by itself, but neither does like a, you know, if I had a like a, a rock of salt that that was that big and I put that on my tongue, mm. I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have the best time. Now, it, I mean, it is interesting that medicine is a flavor, right? Medicine flavor. That's a thing that we can all, I think, connect with. Could you get pure medicine flavor? It has no active compounds. It doesn't doesn't affect your body in any way, but then it just can become part of 
you know, what it is that we cook with, right? You can just have some medicine flavor that you can add to anything. I think that in a way it's sweet, savory, and then medicine. It's like a whole, (laughs) it's a whole new category because it's like medicine does have a broad, a broad range of tastes that are medicine-y. Like if you have like a, a vitamin C tablet or like a multivitamin tablet, it itself has a medicine-y taste. Mm, True. I mean, vitamin C, maybe I would disagree with, as I think vitamin C no, yeah. really does to me taste like, like like oranges or lemon or something. Sure. Maybe I'm wrong. But it, but it, maybe they just but, put orange flavor in the vitamin C that I have been eating. Yeah, they might do that. But, but let's say something that is less flavored, something that is not flavored, like a multivitamin tablet that kind of yeah. has like... It still tastes like something that's like does like a, like the inside of a health shop smells. Yes, yes. The most disgusting flavor I've ever had in my mouth was when I was sailing, and I had to I had really bad seasickness, and somebody was like, "Have these garlic tablets, right?" Yeah, brutal. Um, apparently that helps. Right, so I had these garlic tablets, and I didn't swallow them properly. They didn't go all the way down, right? And they were just somewhere in my throat, um, dissolving. But there were things like and this then, that you would have reflux. They were like they've had to make new tablets that are like no reflux like that for garlic tablets, right? Because I burped, and this flavor came back up into my mouth, and it was so vile. <laughs> It's like it's just it keep it stops you from vomiting by making you work so hard to not vomit. Yeah, <laughs> you're not going to want this to come back up. Yeah. Trust me. Now you have a real incentive <laughs> to keep it down. Let's make this interesting. Right, let's figure, we got to figure out some sketch ideas. Have we not written anything down, Alistair? Oh, the, the, I feel like we've had a bunch of yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. coming, we, we, yeah, we, coming no, through. We've got some stuff. I just, the I, pipeline. I forget that we, we're searching for five. And so sometimes, you know, because often we fill the page. And mm. so I think sometimes I, I get scared when there's like three or something like that. Okay. You know, but yeah. then I re- no, that, it's all right. I forget that we're, you know, that's, that's most of the way there. Um, that's more than 50%. Have we ever had any garlic-themed sketch ideas, do you think? You know, because it's hard to to communicate flavor in a sketch, isn't it? Yeah. Well, <laughs> what's the funniest flavor? Do you that think you can show visually, <laughs> or, or that you can show somebody taste flavor? You can see flavor. You can hear flavor. You can feel. What about this? I don't know what this what, what this is exactly, but. What if you could make sort of something, a product that's like a dog shit, but made out of full plant materials? Like what's a, like mm. a dog shit for people who don't have pets? Yeah, That they wow. can walk around and leave on people's mm. lawns and footpaths and things like that. <laughs> so like you could have a full garlic shit. So you, I think it's very funny to see somebody walking along, right? Possibly they are walking their dog, Okay. Then they get a plastic bag out of their pocket. The dog hasn't done a shit. They undo the dog, the, the bag. There's a shit in the bag. <laughs> they leave it. It there. might be a real dog shit, yeah. right? And they leave it there yeah. on the ground and they walk away, 
right? I think it's a very funny thing to have, you know, maybe a trait for a bad man in a movie is that he hates one particular person. So wherever his dog shits, he's very conscientious picking up the dog shit, but then he will always take it and then drop it off. (laughs) Yeah, or he takes the ones from his backyard that his dog's done. And then brings them out mm. into the community. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. But I think there is a pleasing reveal as well to – but you're right, yeah, if he's done it in the backyard. No, that works. Yeah, you don't even necessarily need to see that bit. Yeah. What about this? A guy who empties his dog poo bags, right, reuses them. He puts them in the dishwasher and he <laughs> – it's a reusable dog poo bag made with that silicone stuff. You can put it in the dishwasher and use it again and again and again. Just run it through the cycle with the rest of your cutlery. That's really good. I think that's a really good comment. I think I would love to see that. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Um, the so yeah, ad for uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> like, the guy, the guy keeps taking a sip of water throughout the <laughs> throughout the ad and asking his wife, "Is there something in this water?" Yeah. <laughs> what? They must have changed how they treat the water. <laughs> he has not. He keeps putting he's it. He's just to his not nose put it together. Smelling the, <laughs> smelling the cup. <laughs> I think it's very funny to me the idea that he has no idea. Yeah. It's so obvious what's happened. Hmm. <laughs> I think we need to change the filter. <laughs> he's like smell he's putting plates away and smelling either he's like oh. um, I mean yeah, I guess you could I mean if you were the person who was selling that product, you could then upsell mm. people on a new uh in like in a, this is in real life they would do this on a new uh, dishwasher tablet that was like extra better yeah for this you know because because it's hard to get in on that market when there's not a, like a direct reason yes but you yeah, could well be like, now this this doesn't get much more direct but the way that because but but that's where the fun thing would be for for the the the, the company in the ad trying to tread that line of like, mm. it's fine to use in the dishwasher <laughs> and you don't need any special yeah. thing. But also, yeah, if you want a special thing, <laughs> if that'll put your mind at ease, mm. this is this thing goes the extra step just to yeah. ease your mind. Yeah. But I want you to know yeah. you don't need that because it's fine. Back when we did uh, our wing attack show, yeah. did we have a sketch in there? Maybe it got cut. About your 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 um, booking your flight, and for an extra five dollars, they will make sure that nobody pisses in your food. Right? Yeah, I feel like we did have something like that at some point, somewhere. Mm-hmm. I can't remember where we did that. Yeah, 
It's like nobody is pissing in your food, but we, but we didn't. Don't, we, normally, we don't check. But if you would like us to check yeah. that they definitely aren't, that's an extra five dollars. Yeah, we'll we'll use a we'll use our extra piss detecting device. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The airline's but, been working very hard on this piss detecting. Well, it's 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 not cheap. It's a very advanced piece of technology. No, we don't think we need it. We don't think people are pissing in no, there, but it's for your peace of mind we if you are worried about it. We didn't make it for <laughs> our own food. We're going to sell this on later on. Yeah. We made it for people who are worried about this kind mm. of stuff. And if you're one of those people, well, you can use the services of our wonderful mm. device. Has it ever happened? No, we don't think so. But we didn't have the machine to check until now. <laughs> If you don't want me to check, I'll 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 just put the machine away. That's fine. If you prefer, I don't check. Yeah. Don't check the box. But if you check, I'll check. That's right. That's the slogan. You check, I'll check. Mm. Um, Andy, would it be crazy for us to go into three words from a listener? I don't think it would, given where my brain is at. Where is your levels brain at, wise? Andy? It's not in a good way. Um. Where's your very God, tired. Where's your head at? Where is your head if at? If you're a person listening to this, feel free to send us in some three words or some uh or some uh you know some uh side tank ideas as well. Just you know, if you're a Patreon supporter, go ahead, do it. Send it in through the Patreon. I think we'd do love it. that. We, send it can in. Always use, can always use it's good to have a like an amount. And you know what? Today, Andy, uh we have uh a person who who had never submitted uh, words before submit words. Uh, supporter <gasps> Aiden. Aiden, I'm so proud of you for taking this step. Thank you. Aiden Kane Earl. Aiden Kane Earl. Yeah. Th- That's incredible. Three names. Wow. Maybe I shouldn't be using Aiden's whole name. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, Aiden, let's just call him let's, Aiden. Let's just call him Aiden K. Earl. <laughs> um, so, Aiden has sent in three words, Andy, from a listener, and I believe that listener mm. is Aiden K. Earl. Um, would you like to try to guess what the first God, you know word I would. is? Okay, the first word is undercut. Undercut, Andy? Definitely not. You are very <laughs> wrong. The first word <sighs> is kunoksa. Sure. Kunoksa. Okay, second wait, word wait, Andy, then. Don't you want to know what oh. this first word is? Not really. No, go on, tell me. <laughs> so I've had I've I've had to have it, had it translated. I went Canucks in English I couldn't find any meaning and then it says there is so the word means there is a time but it's wow. it's in the maybe Zoxa, Xosa language X-H-O-S-A mm. right and that is hang on let me, oh no it's Koza Koza language okay and it's a uh, a Bant, Bantu language of the Koza related to Zulu and spoken by over 7 million people. It is one of the official languages of South Africa. Wow. Okay. Right. Okay. There is a time. There is a time. Okay. okay second word, uppercut. 
Second word, uppercut? No. No. No, I'm so <laughs> sorry. It is, uh, it is, I think, uh, let's see if I can find a way of, I don't know how to pronounce it, but let's say it's Kizilbash. Kizilbash. Mm. Which is, of course, uh, a, uh, Let's see. It's a diverse array of mainly Turkmen Shia militant groups that flourished in Azerbaijan. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Militia groups flourished in Azerbaijan. I love the name Azerbaijan. Might be my favorite country name. Azerbaijan. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I really like it a lot. Um, and then the uh, third word, okay. Andy. Third word is um, gut punch. <sighs> Feels like it's close, but it's cantankerous. Cantankerous? <laughs> wow. <laughs> is there is there some sort of common theme with the letter K or something in those uh, words? Or? Oh, well, I guess they don't know. Wait. Oh, no, cantankerous Kenoxa, is a C. Cantankerous. And, a K and the other the one middle. started with a Q. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, um, there is a time. So, the, so they're all they are all K sounds, though. Mm. Um. Okay. And was it was it was it militia groups? Did you say? Uh, yes. One? It's a di- a diverse array of mainly Turkmen Shia militant groups that flourished in Azerbaijan, Anatolia, the Armenian Highlands, the Caucasus, and. Kurdistan from the late 15th century onwards and contributed oh, to the wow. foundation of the Safavid dynasty in early modern Iran. Right. Okay. Wow. Okay. Militia groups. So let's see. So <laughs> I mean, there is that problem, and I think that it's, a, it's such a classic problem that um, you witness in Russia and Ukraine with the Wagner group of mercenaries, right? That, like, you have, like, okay – we have this highly paid, highly um, violent group that are working for us, okay? They're working for us because we're paying them to work for us. And then, like, as soon as <laughs> things don't go their way, you're like, oh, no, <laughs> this ang- this group, this ang- armed mob that we created. Sure. Well, what about this? Are, you know, they're not... Is it, how could how could this have backfired on us? Yeah, this group of people that are just willing to do anything for money. Yeah, <laughs> they have no values. <laughs> yeah, well, mm. what if what about like you are a person that is brought in to, you know, like a, a government has been toppled and you have been chosen by the people or by you know the the militant groups in power yes. to to become the new leader and it's a great sure. honor right but on the day that it happens you're really grumpy oh no <laughs> you got a headache your throat's a bit sore yeah yeah you know and they, and they get you there didn't get much sleep the night before yeah and then you got and you they got a you know, you've got to you got to give a speech in front of, you know, all the people mm. at the, you know, the burning parliament and everything like that. Mm. And you're like, all right, all right, all right, go. Ah, uh, you know, shh, shh, 
<laughs> Oi. Shh. Do, you, yeah. do you want me to talk or not? Uh, you know, and then um, I, th- I think anything or like anything where you are being awarded something, like, you know, let's yeah. say you're being awarded for like a lifetime, <laughs> lifetime achievement award, but on a, on a moment that you're really grumpy. Mm. This is Al's new comedy direction. It's a, <laughs> at that moment, you're really grumpy. What's it, where's it coming from, do you think? Hey? What's inspiring this? Uh, it's mostly my life. Do you think that maybe Putin's problem is that he hasn't had a big nap? Hasn't had a good sleep. Maybe he's been a bit grumpy right. for a while. He could have been a bit grumpy. He's not He's not unhinged. He's not angry. People are always trying to diagnose these world leaders and people are always with Trump saying he's senile and with, um, you know, with uh, Kim Jong-un yeah, and with, you know, with uh, Vladimir, they're always like, oh, he's really sick. He's on death's yeah, door. Look, he hasn't been there. seen in public for 48 hours. We think... You know this. <laughs> what's going to happen when he's when he disappears? There's going to be a power struggle. And I'm like, fucking hell, calm down. <laughs> it's never the case, right? Yeah. Like people are just desperate to diagnose something or to have some speculative story to tell. What if it's what just if something news, about it, a person being a bit grumpy or has not have a, had a good sleep? Or we think that he might. Have a new cat. Mm, it's keeping him up at night. I don't know. Maybe uh, we think there could be a bat in his house, <laughs> <laughs> and he's not able to get enough sleep. When, <laughs> based on this, he's exhibiting all the characteristics of a man who has a bat in his house. <laughs> And we think we've, we've analysed these photographs, and we can see the marks on his forefinger. It looks like he's been holding a long pole that you might try and use to usher a bat out of an open window. The way that his hair is, it looks like he's maybe been putting a towel over his head to stop the bat landing in his hair <laughs> while he sleeps, and it's been pressing his hair down because he's worried about those little fingers mm. that they've got. Getting taught. We're going now to a psychologist who might, who um, has a theory about the bat Vladimir psychologist. <laughs> I think that's a sketch idea. Yeah. Just stupid speculative media cycle analysis. You've got to very specifically, Alistair. You've got to write down the bat thing because okay. that's an important element of the story yep. as far as i'm concerned yep. maybe the most important i'll just write down the word bat and i will remember <laughs> andy <laughs> <laughs> what about i mean the the bat idea is is something like like um would you would you have a sketch where some friends stage an intervention for another friend who has a bat in their house and is not doing anything to get the bat out. <laughs> right. like it, like is the, you know, they are tired all the time. It. They are grumpy. It is affecting their life. They're, they're missing that, work and this kind of thing. It's like it's a drug problem, but all it is is that there's a bat in What if house. it's just somebody who's letting bugs crawl all over them? Mm, like okay. an intervention. It's the same idea, <laughs> but... They just let bugs crawl on them all the time. And you go, 
we're we're just we're worried about you because you've got bugs crawling all all over your body. Not all over, but just like some walking across the face. And <laughs> I think that's the person that this person would clarify. They're like yeah. they're not all over yeah. my body. <laughs> yeah, like there's what maybe one or two on my face right now, <laughs> like that. Yeah, and many of them are on my clothes actually, which is it shows not my how body. little you know about bat uh, about bugs. They wouldn't crawl under my t-shirt. That's not a safe place for them. Yeah, it feels like you don't know anything. It feels like you're really yeah. talking from a place of ignorance. Yeah. Um, I think... Sure, Alistair. I mean... Write down the word bat and write down the word bug. I think we're done. <laughs> um, yeah. Bat bugs. Um, but do you think it's... I got bat bugs. Do you think it's? it is like... Because I mentioned being grumpy and stuff like that, and I feel like it's actually not socially acceptable to to mention being grumpy. <laughs> like, mm. like, is it is it too silly? Is it too childish to mention grumpiness? Well, it's a it's a silly sounding word. Grumpy, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, is it the same as experiencing ennui, or is ennui? Different. That's more sort of ennui is kind of like a in my more an existential thing. Yeah, it's like it's like kind of like being depressed in a in an existential way. I would say, right? Yeah, oh, it's a fancy French depression. Well, like what what do you call it when you're just kind of feeling like irritable at home? Mm. And and, off. and you, I say I'm feeling off, and you find yourself snapping at people more than you normally would, and making little comments that are just a little bit like more like you you hear yourself do it, and you go, "I shouldn't have said that. That was a bit. That was pointless. That was petty." Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I mean, it doesn't. I like to think it doesn't happen to me often, but when I do, I say I have a case of the Alistairs. Oh no. Mm. That's the worst. Well, I feel like I've, <laughs> this is what happens when you reveal a part of yourself. This could be one of no, it could be one of our in, in jokes that I have no ability yeah. to regulate my emotions. And I'm and you're uh, perfect, terrible Andy. at demonstrating you're empathy perfect in every way, <laughs> perfectly regulated. <laughs> All right, we'll take you through the sketch ideas. Oh, Alistair, I'm so sorry. You got crude. Gr- You've done really well. Oh, thank you, Andy. That's all I needed. That's the boost I needed. We've got crude gravy. Mm. Um, and it could be, there's a chance that this is That's attached. It's not crude like it has a crew. Okay, I know you can have yes. gravy Although in a boat, but that gravy. doesn't mean that you need <laughs> a crew to man that gravy no, but boat. That's, a fun, okay? that's a fun restaurant, isn't it? It's a it's an all gravy restaurant. Oh wow! Oh, right? Shit! You just come and you you, you get served bowls. Is it of gravy? Is it on a boat? No, no, no. Oh, okay, could be on one of those like pontoons down by the river, like a, like a brewery or something like that. Okay, but it's just a big vat in the middle of the room, and mm. all of the people who serve the gravy are in the vat with the gravy. Wow. And they wow. got paddles and they got access to bowls. And I presume they're wearing waders. Sure. If that, if that makes you feel better. but They're, me- they're, they're better, culinary grade waders. They're no. food grade. Yeah. They're, no, they're wearing, yeah, they're wearing <laughs> culinary grade clothes. 
You know, they've got shoes that they only wear in gravy. Mm. <laughs> right? What, are you worried that the gravy's going to have some animal product in there? Andy, that's what gravy is. <laughs> and you come... And there's just like there's a guy like you get the you get a bowl of gravy different you know there's three bowl sizes, <laughs> and then there's a guy on the side who gives you bread which is water gravy, and and he's standing on the bread, <laughs> he's standing on a pallet of bread, and he's squishing all the bread. It's they call it the flatbread, but it's actually not a flatbread. They're actually beautiful, bouncy rolls. Just regular bread, but he squashes it. And then sometimes if he picks one up and it Underfoot. looks too puffy, like puffy, he smashes it in his hand and flattens it out. <sighs> All right. Yeah. All right, Andy. Oh yeah, I gotta get through the rest of the sketch ideas. Okay. Then there's the You Just Ate Yogurt Game Show. <laughs> And then there's the abo- One of these motorbikes has been smeared with yogurt. Yeah, go on. And there's the abominable showman. It's the guy up in the mountains yes. who, if sometimes hikers encounter him and he puts on an unbelievable performance. Mm. And we got the paracetamol as the third seasoning in culinary. Yes. Thing. And we got the guy who takes the dog shits. On walks. He takes them on walks and drops them in people's yards. He might not even have a dog. Sure. Not sure. Um, sure. Um, then we have the guy who takes... Oh, no, wait. I mean, we've got vegetable dog shits for people who don't have pets. And this can be... You know, you could get a carrot dog shit. You could... This is just company that... Blend. Can you eat them? Are you supposed to oh, eat yeah. them? No, you can eat them if you want to, but I think they are for just, they are just made for being able to put out. Just for having around. You know, yeah, like, I sure. Mean, I guess if you think about it, dog shits do serve, uh, like all shit, a sort of environmental purpose. Mm. So that may, maybe these people have it in their heads that these are like a healthier shit to have on the footpath. Yeah. What is your? How do you deal with it when you tread on a dog shit? What's your policy? I usually go for a grass or a sand or something like that, and then just try and wipe it on that. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes along the curb. Yeah, I'll do a at curb. the edge of the curb because yeah, yeah, you've got to get it out of that bit in the arch of your yeah, shoe. But that's why I if go, you've got a high heel. Yeah, that's why I go for uh, for you know a you know a leafy thing because I feel like they all act as little hands. Mm. You know. But do you ever go so far as to like take the shoe off, get a little stick, and like scrape it out of the notches, I or n- even I don't believe in the stick. Scrub it with a brush. Yeah, I mean, if if it comes to a point where I get back home and it's still a nightmare, then yeah, then I will do that. I don't know if I'll get yeah. a brush, but maybe maybe like a paper towel or something like that, something disposable. Mm. Mm. Sure. Um, and then we have uh, the recyclable dog shit bags, and you clean it in the dishwasher uh, in the ad. Yeah. Um, and then the speculating Putin is grumpy because he has a bat in his house. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, then we have intervention for a guy who has bugs crawling on him. Mm. And then I haven't written this down, but technically we have a, a gravy restaurant. Uh, <laughs> You got to write down that gravy oh, yeah, restaurant. Okay, crude, I think that might be my favorite idea. Crude. 
there's a new gravy place that's opened up in town. I'm taking my girlfriend along. Great. You know, they stand in the gravy. They stand in the gravy. All sort of like making grapes in France and stuff like that. Oh yeah, but they're wearing no. they're wearing shoes. Yeah. Like, it's be- just to serve it out. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> But it also helped keep the gravy warm and would reduce Oh, your- maybe they have to walk around in the gravy like in a sort of a tornado type motion yeah, to keep the gravy well, moving. Keep it moving or else, or else it doesn't so it doesn't like create a skin on top. Yeah, so it doesn't set like concrete really- in a cement truck. It gets a skin. It gets a skin. That's what they say. Why are you guys in the gravy? Because it gets a skin if you don't keep moving it. Don't worry. These are my gravy shoes. This is how people have always done it at this restaurant. I only wear these shoes in gravy. These are my gravy shoes. Yeah. I wear them here or like I have a little kiddie pool of gravy sometimes at my house for barbecues. And I wear them in there. Alistair. We did it. Yeah. Somehow we it, we still made it to fifty one minutes, even though we've. Oh yeah. no! All right, here we go. Thank you so much for listening to it. The thing take far out. Um, you know what? Everything you know, is good. Andy's about to go on a trip, so you yep. know. Uh, wish him it's well. Exciting. Send him a tweet saying. Hope you have a nice trip. So that Andy, send me an X. Yeah, send send Andy an X on tweet <laughs> on Twitter, and uh, and then if he, if he's looking at his phone during that time, you know that things have gotten bad in on the holiday. I'll be looking. No, I look. I look at the, my phone at the during the happiest times of my life as well. Oh, all right. Okay. Don't great. worry. Well, and we we love, love you. you. See you later. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.